0: This is the end of your reign of terror, Eggman. You're going down. Sonic
1: Spin! Why can't I move? Ha ha ha! Stupid hedgehog! This is an RPG! You have to wait your turn. Time for the wrecking ball. Ouch! That hurts when you don't have
0: rings. Tails, I need a Metabot.
2: On my way, Sonic. Let's see, just stay inside the Outer Circle Land. Dang it, I missed the real time interaction. Real time inter. Who made a healing move a quick time
1: event? Should have brushed up on your elite beat agents, hog brain.
2: Have another wrecking ball. <laughs> Whose dumb idea was it to put me in an RPG? Somewhere at Sega Headquarters. So,
3: so then I said, yo, here, Bioware, have some money. Let's put that dumb blue rat in an RPG. The internet will go crazy.
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just had another great idea. Now hear me out. What if we gave Sonic a sword and put him in King Arthur's court?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, I got the munchies. Ooh, heat me up another chili dog, man.
1: is rpg backtrack RB gamers official retro gaming podcast covering titles from the early days of pc gaming right up through the consoles of yesteryear join hosts kelly ryan matt mason and the estimable mike Minky, as they and their guests tell you what to borrow what to buy and what to relegate to that big backlog in the sky
2: hello and welcome to rpg backtrack your regular deep dive into your favorite rpgs we are, of course, a production of rpgamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like uh, Q&A Quest, our weekly question and answer show, and RPG Cast, our weekly news show. But here we are, your weekly nostalgia show. And unfortunately, I, I say, guys, in order to appreciate good things every once in a while, you have to talk about a bad thing. So I think it's time that we bring up... Um, Quite a while back, we did an episode that
0: included beyond the beyond and quest 64
2: yeah that w- <laughs> yeah that was like what the one out of 10 episode or very low rated games i remember that one that was the, in the before times before i was a staff member
0: what did i call it i think we called it was it re- is it really that bad yeah oh i remember that absolutely
2: yeah.
0: yes <laughs> but, oh Ephemeral fun- fantasia that was another part well ah!
2: oh, um the, Sorry, this there. one this one got meddling reviews at the time, kind of like mediocre reviews, but then people over, time, people, this, yeah, over time people just kind of really turned on this game. I am, of course, talking about... Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood
0: The one and so far only Sonic RPG uh, likely to
1: remain An exclusive designation For the foreseeable future <laughs> uh,
2: my, my inner Sonic fan Weeps so hard Because I always wanted A Sonic RPG And this This is what we got And it, it makes me sad So sad So, so is this
3: um, partly your fault?
2: It, you know it might have been But I would have had Squeenix develop it Or I don't know Um Atlas Yeah you know Atlas could probably do do a Sonic RPG now since they are owned by Sega. There you so, go. But yeah, this, this was well. This was before at time... Atlas. <laughs> is before Atlas owned Sega. This is before EA owned Bioware. Um, this was
1: during when EA started to own Bioware.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's part of the problems. But um, who is with me to endure this um, inner pain? I, I know that we've got my podcast partner in crime, the Tales to My Sonic, Matt Mason
3: ah yeah i'm gonna have a lot to say tonight thanks you thank thanks for everybody for suggesting i give this a go before this episode (laughs) really appreciate that really appreciate it Uh, uh, you 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 really gave it a lot of time
0: too i remember how much fun you were having
3: i did Uh, i dug in dug in
2: you baby you only lasted 30 minutes i finished this And then we've got Mr. Mr. Q&A Quest himself, David McBurney. who's played this just as much as I have and has just as many regrets.
1: (laughs) I pre-ordered this.
2: (laughs) When we get to the memories, folks. um, And then finally, our original RPG Backtrack alumni, the person who's probably happy we're not talking about, Mary Skelter, at least. That's not saying much. Mike Mohiki.
0: Yeah, uh, I did not finish it at the time. But I did play it when it was new, back when I was throwing everything I could onto the DS because I had lots of breaks to use my DS on. And I think the fact that I never finished it says a lot, considering that I finished almost everything then.
2: Yep. And joining us later will probably be Michael Apps. He has work duties right now, but, you know, to be honest, I think he's kind of got the good end of the stick on this deal. Who who knows? He might have said, please sign me up to work late tonight so I don't have to be on the show. To relive the pain this
1: is just straight up purgatory for us all
2: yeah i, I mean don't get me wrong I've, I've played worse but this one was a heartbreak to me just on a personal but and we, we know
0: that we know that wheels has played worse yeah all we have to do is bring up the letters m and s to get that reaction oh,
1: don't do that to him he'll die <laughs> uh-huh.
0: well he's not here which is why i'm doing it now
1: fair fair
2: metal saga
1: mugen souls no. um
2: Okay. Well, um, we'll get into it after this brief musical interlude. I don't know if we're going to have good music or bad music. We'll find out. Anyway, stay tuned after the break to talk about Sonic Chronicles. Mm -hmm. Welcome back from that questionable music interlude, um, give or take. Uh, of course, talking about Sonic Chronicles, the Dark Brotherhood, the first and last Sonic the Hedgehog-themed RPG, came out on September 30th, 2008 for the Nintendo DS system. And, oh boy, getting to the development of this game. Um, there, there's a lot of videos about this game on YouTube, though, and I'm citing the uh, Matt McMuscles one for the majority just to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I just posted the, that in our chat. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, that was like that, and like one of the let's plays was kind of doing a lot of my research for this game because I didn't, uh, I, I didn't want to relive this. I, I booted it up for like five minutes. I was like, oh yeah, this is why I have regrets. But um, from from what I found just via my research is that BioWare really wanted to make a handheld video game, and they had an end with somebody at Sega who they knew from lucas arts who got a job at, so- at sega later and that from what you were was was, saying wasn't
0: he the new president of sega of america
2: yeah it, it might have been or it, yes. it, i'm pretty sure it was yeah and bioware had huge sonic fans up in the higher ups that wanted to do this but then they got up bought, bought out by ea during mid-development and that's where the problems began <sighs> Well, I think the
0: problems might have also begun with the fact that Bioware had never made anything for DS before. It All of its experience was on the PC.
1: And, and the Xbox, like Xbox, which. Works, which well,
0: the, Microsoft PC-adjacent. made the Xbox to be really easily cross compatible with
1: PC stuff. It's very PC adjacent in its architecture, especially comparatively. But. Uh, it's uh yeah I don't think that they had made anything for anything even approaching this like limited of hardware at that stage I mean like even their like late 90s PC work was probably a, and that I mean most of the people who had worked on that would likely have moved on at that stage but uh you know just a lot of this this was a gonna be a very challenging thing even if the development environment had been ideal not so much.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, just to get into the story, um, it's a very basic plot. The, the game starts out with Sonic defeating Eggman, and then I think it's like a couple of months later. And then Knuckles is kidnapped by a group called the Marauders who stole the Chaos Emeralds, and Sonic's got to go find them. And you find out that the marauders are led by an echidna named Shade, who is part of a uh, tribe of the echidnas called the Nocturnus tribe, that was banished in a dimension called the Twilight Cage, and they uh, they were banished by Knuckles's ancestors. So, you can, like the first half of the game, you're fighting with Shade back and forth, back and forth for like the first several chapters, and then Shade has a boss above her, and her whole goal is to get. This Nocturnus clan out of this dimension but then Grandmaster Ick shows up who is like a really crotchety old white echidna and he doesn't just want to leave the dimension oh no he wants to take over Sonic's dimension so shade defects you decide to go to the Twilight Cage dimension while Robotnik just conspicuously stays behind because oh yeah he joins you to help you because of course bad guys gotta join you for the RPG as per, per, per tradition and then the second half of the game is you, like, going to various planets in this dimension and helping out aliens with their problems while you're getting Chaos amps. And then finally, you confront Grandmaster Ix, you defeat him, you go back, back to Earth, and surprise, Robotnik has taken over the Earth. And then, roll credits.
0: Well, it's yeah, been uh, 13 years now. The legal issues are more than ever before. I don't think we're going to see a direct sequel to this anytime
2: soon.
1: There yeah, There's a lot of reasons this was never going to get a sequel, but like honestly, it's probably the legal issues that made the most sure.
2: Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get that was into that. That the final nail. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit, but I mean, all things considered, and I'm going to give Bioware credit for this, I think that they did a decent job with trying to pull together a, a good story because they they lifted a little bit of it from the comics for ho- homage because they were huge sonic fans and they really dug into the lore of each of a lot of the characters you know that that stuff about knuckles's ancestors is like right out of sonic adventure
1: hmm.
0: even if it does bear a base, more than passing similarity to what had been done in the comics
1: yeah i mean uh, that was the the most narrative that Sonic had had to that point. So it was the logical point to sort of reference back to when they were trying to make a more narratively uh, built Sonic game, but it's just, and it's like the the way I would describe the story is fine. Like it's, it's not really going to give any, anyone who is not already invested in this is probably going to play along with it and then sort of forget it. Uh, It doesn't have any egregious flaws, but it's not, super interesting on its own
2: yeah but <laughs> dialogue sure or either bioware sure, sure pulled their put their heart into the dialogue I felt because oh, you yeah. know, the, yeah. the characters have their personality like you know from the game they're very funny um i know at the beginning amy mentions having a boyfriend you know because her joke is that she's obsessed with sonic so she's trying to make him jealous by saying she has a boyfriend um you can
1: decide how much he's going to kneel her on whether that boyfriend exists
2: yeah (laughs) um knuckles is of course a hard hard ass this was before they had invented the um dumbass incarnation of that character uh, rouge still acts like she's sexy shadow still acts like he's vegeta and um gamma pretty much acts like he just wants to kill all the life forms
1: so which you know it's, it's all true to form uh glorious return of big the cat so in all his
2: cuddly purple glory
1: he's large he can walk through poisonous areas and, and, and later in the game was, yeah and
2: lasers <laughs> later in the game
1: oh yeah lasers <laughs> apparently being that big of a cat just makes you impervious which anyone who's ever owned a large cat knows is kind of true (laughs) yeah
2: i i have a couple of large cats and they're not phased by much except water bottle (laughs) i hate it so your big kid walk through lasers but a water bottle would probably face him i don't know
1: hard Uh, hard to say he's used to fishing
2: (laughs) but another thing that Bioware did in true Bio- Bioware fashion is giving you dialogue choices in this game, which don't don't add anything to the gameplay other than hilarity, especially when you go out to make Sonic just as much of a dickhead as humanly possible.
1: Yeah, they're kind of like the dialogue options. I, I appreciate they're kind of drawing from different eras of Sonic, in addition to just playing him as a dickhead. Yeah. It's like you can you can play him as sort of like the mid aughts interpretation that Sega was really enamored of. That was just like here's a very boring hero, or you can play him as like sort of the 90s uh, mascot with attitude, or you can just be an ass. So that's that was a good play on their part.
2: Uh, at the time, I went the good options because I thought it would do something, and I didn't want to be an ass. But nope, they don't do anything. They're just kind of for quote-unquote role-playing.
1: Sonic has gone beyond your human morality and has no morality meter.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see, what, what else? I mean, it's just kind of getting into the basics of the story. Give
1: Sonic renegade points.
2: Um, I, I actually... I'm going to skip ahead a little bit on the sheet, because talking talking about the gameplay... Oh, God. Where it all
1: falls down.
2: Yeah, it's it's like you have good intentions, but then you get to the gameplay, and it's just...
0: Well, let's, I, let's I, start here. Let's There are many games on the DS that require the use of the touchscreen and nothing else. The results mm-hmm. do not always justify this no it was
1: generally no. to make them simpler this did not make the game simpler
2: no if, if anything it makes it annoying
1: uh everything uh, I sonic was where you tap thing
2: <laughs> having to do a,
0: a bunch of button presses every time you use a special move which you need to do because you're going to miss a lot of the time with non-special moves and then having the whole thing fail if you get even one of them wrong that's a problem
1: yeah so there let, let's let's hit the the quick time event action battle system so yeah you've got a bunch uh you've got your normal attacks and you've got your special attacks that uh there are team up attacks that's kind of neat but all of these special attacks anything that uses MP requires you to do. Uh, screen tap and mini games in the vein of something like Elite Beat Agents and the problem here clearly they were thinking well Sonic is more is an active character like Mario so the battle system should reflect that you should have like things that require you to do things and like match rhythms and such problem is there's a reason that almost every like input in a Mario RPG is only one or two button presses whereas most of these are like five at least <laughs>
2: Yeah, and the annoying thing about it is that there's no real... You know, you press the button in the Mario game to do the um, timed hits, and it feels visceral because it's, like, right as you jump on the enemy. It has, like,
1: a very tied to the animation, whereas the animations don't change if you're failing these. They just don't work.
2: Yeah, and, and this just it feels like they just put shit on the screen just to put shit on the screen it There's also no doesn't help it, it. It,
1: it also doesn't help this game does not run well no. like like many 3 like many 3d ds games it's not a bastion of good frame rate and so like when you're doing things it can be kind of hard to tell what's happening on the battle screen because it's really cluttered to begin with and it it just stutters a lot it's like what what the
0: plus when you when you've got your stylus in the way because you're doing the damn qtes it's even harder to figure out what the hell is happening
1: yeah, yeah. Oh no, I need
0: to tap the screen 8 times in about 2 seconds or else this one won't connect. That that yeah. that does not leave you with any free time to be monitoring anything else.
2: Yeah, when I when I pulled up this game to kind of refresh my memory, I was doing the quick time events and I know that I was hitting them right and it was just like nope you are aren't you're during the slide you don't have the timing right and I'm like what the hell am I doing wrong and it's it's fundamentally broken and I the only reason why I got through this game was because I save scummed chows because th- that's one <laughs> of the things in this game that you can do is you can equip chows you know the little what do they look like babies I don't know how to what describe if there was them. a
1: tiny blue onion with a body
2: yes. They look like tiny blue onions with with like little dots on their heads, and they're in a bunch of the Sonic games. And you get them, and they have random powers. Just
1: because of, Sega realized that Tamagotchi existed around the time Sonic Adventure yes. came out.
2: And then you, um, you get them, and they like you hatch them from eggs, and they have random powers. And one of the random powers that they can have is the ability to not have to put in the combos to do the power moves. And getting those getting those things on a healer is a must if you're going to get anywhere in this game it's
1: uh, like we've talked a a bit about how none of this stuff even works but i feel like the greater crime is that nothing because of how elaborate all of these are there is no such thing in a as a battle in this that takes less than like two minutes even if you decide to run because running takes at least 30 seconds because you have to play a mini game to run
0: Yeah, Yeah, don't don't you have to have all four characters dodge obstacles on the way? Yes,
1: all of your characters in your party have to dodge boxes or whatever to slam into their heads. It's, it's, It's really like, it's one of those things you can kind of see. Like, if you put all of these ideas down on paper and haven't actually implemented any of them, they kind of make sense. But then the second that you put them into a game, it's like, oh, this doesn't work at all. And this was not a game where they had the luxury of going back to the drawing board and throwing them out. Uh,
2: yeah, no, it, it's like they, they wanted, to make it, wanted to make it so that you weren't just tapping the A button the whole time. But that worked completely in the detriment because while boring battles suck, there's nothing worse to me than a battle system that just is fundamentally broken on every level.
1: Like you can't even, they're, like the resolving these battles is going to be like pulling teeth regardless of how much you've played of it. And then uh, there's, like, because there's all sorts of ideas in here that's like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, you get, like, team-up attacks that are, like, you know, characters that know each other get team-up attacks. So, like, if these characters, if, if you care about, like, interactions of the Sonic cast, like, how they interact will affect what kinds of attacks they have together. And that's neat. That's cool. All of them are useless. They're often... Inefficient in any real sense because I think they end up taking both characters' turns and end up being really expensive. But I mean, that's uh, oh, it's just, it's it's bad, it's real bad. And it has like a like, like I think uh, Mike mentioned that it has like normal attacks just miss a lot because it has like. Bioware style dice rolls in terms of how often a attack will hit. They feel descended from D D rather than like Final Fantasy,
0: which I can accept in other Bioware games that I've played because at least there it doesn't it's uh, telling you how the rolls are working most of the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here, there there may be a mechanism to determine how you're hitting, but.
1: The game sure as hell doesn't tell you what it is. What we random. This, game, this game is also like feeding larger numbers into these than would normally be happening. Where like if you were to play a more typical like D and D descended bioware game, it's like, that did twenty damage, that's incredible. And like in this it's like that did way more than that. That's uh missing is much more detrimental in that kind of system. <laughs>
2: What's worse is that the characters that have multi turns, because uh, he's, I mean, in the, in the middle of the battle, it'll go for like what feels like forever with the characters having multiple turns. But then, if a bad guy does an evasive mood mid turn, then you've pretty much just wasted your entire turn.
1: Oh yeah, they can just do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, and sometimes just, they can
0: heal at the end of every turn. it's
1: like a fractal failure. Every time you examine it, you find something else that's horrible.
0: Um, Or apparently, I I never got to the point where I met groups that if you didn't kill everybody in one round, they would revive themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. No, those exist.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot those. Because some of them do have the revives. And, yeah, you had to focus on one of them or all of them.
1: Kill the medic. Uh...
2: So, such a nightmare to play through all all the way through.
1: But that's uh, just the battle. Surely exploration is better, right? Oh. oh my god!
2: Well, uh, like we
0: like we just mentioned, you're controlling it all with the touch screen. And, you know, platformers with the touch screen, especially overhead platformers, that that can get kind of clunky.
1: So they didn't have you platform; they had you walk up to the things and tap icons to move through them very slowly.
2: These these maps that well well, they look kind of neat it's almost impossible to see where you can go and what you can interact with it's, it's
1: very fascinating because it's Bioware running into the problems that a company making a JRPG in 1996 for the PlayStation would, where it's like, how do we make these like pre-rendered backgrounds readable and not having any idea the accretion of knowledge that happened over the PS1 era about how to make pre-rendered backgrounds readable and thus making entirely unreadable backgrounds. It is a disaster trying to navigate around the first city in the game.
2: Yeah, that just playing through it again, just to refresh my memory, just trying to go through the Green Hill Zone bit, and Sonic running into walls, or it looks like he should be able to get up on something, and he just can't, and then add that with action commands to where you have to have certain characters in your party to be able... To even move it to some of these places, um, and and then those characters have to have like certain levels of the ability, like flying two or strength three. Or oh, whatever. I forgot
1: about that. God. <laughs>
2: And then, and, and then and I, that... well
0: I'm sure there's an incentive to go back after you've learned all of these new abilities because you'll find great stuff, right?
2: Um uh,
1: you, I think you I think you need at least some of the abilities that you don't immediately have to get easy 1, 2, 3 omega and he'll make your life a little easier.
2: Yeah. That's about uh, it. <laughs> like the one save one of the few saving graces is the chow system being a because some of the chows are broken. Like I said, the one that You skips all the inputs for power moves Um, some of them also have like let you regen health or um, PP which is the magic currency Um, even even if it's like a little bit it still helps in the fights but Mm. you're making me remember it also makes it worse by there's a counter where like there's 140 rings in the stage and my OCD brain has to go get all 140 rings and those rings in the game are your currency, by the way, and once you got those rings, there's no grinding out rings to get more.
1: Who'd have thought, playing Sonic, that rings were a finite resource?
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, and I could tell what they're thinking, that they wanted to kind of give it the Sonic flavor, but it just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it, it just doesn't work, As a phrase that's probably going to come up a lot here. Uh,
0: so, since you don't get Ring. You don't get additional rings from beating enemies. What do you
1: get?
2: Experience and items. I I will say the game is very generous with the items that it drops during battle. I'll give it that.
1: Like the thing about it, like we've we've mentioned, that the the combat is broken, but like. The tragedy is that even though it's so frustrating, it's not hard. It's meant to be finished by children. It's just that it's boring and really takes forever.
2: I mean, I know that I have been spoiled by modern games that let you fast forward through battles and like, you know, adjust the speed of how battles go. But even this at its normal speed just feels plodding.
1: And it's really, it's really inexcusable because it's a Sonic game.
2: Yeah, I should not be feeling this slow and bored in a Sonic game.
1: <laughs> Even his walking pace over the maps is slow. He just sort of plods between areas. Uh. And,
2: and when he goes through a loop, you just want to go, well, I wish that you could, you know, actually go that fast in the gameplay itself.
1: <laughs> and he's still not going that fast <laughs> through the loop. It still takes like two seconds. Uh,
2: and, <sighs> you know, you're talking about the... The maps because you know even though the maps are complicated they're still very dull if that's even possible like
1: they're really circuitous but there's not actually much in most of them
2: you don't but you don't go to any place that's really interesting in this entire game
1: why can't sonic snowboard
2: not,
0: not even the alien worlds that take place in the twilight i, I don't i'm gonna call the twilight realm and i know i'm getting it wrong
2: no no that, that's fine I mean, it's just a random dimension. I almost wanted to call it the Prison Sonic Realm. in the Dark World. <laughs> what did I almost call? It? I either called it the Prison Realm or whatever it is in the DC universe, which I'm blanking on now. Oh
0: yes, the the uh, place that Superman. and Phantom access to it. Yeah, there the Phantom, Zone. That's, Phantom Zone. Zone. That's what I kept
2: wanting to call it.
0: Hey, but... hey, Matt! Hey. I know you
3: had a gr- you had a great time with this, didn't you? You just couldn't oh, get enough. I I got enough. Let me tell you, I. Oh. <laughs> I the when I was trying to use the controller to move around and (laughs) finding (laughs) right then I knew there was an issue. Like why am I not moving? Well, you silly, it's because you're using the touch screen for everything. Durr. everything yes. uh yeah it was a uh, touching experience i'll have to give it
1: that but what, um, what
2: makes it what makes it even worse is it's one of those games where you have to touch the touchscreen to even start the game up
1: yeah can't let you go thinking that you get to use buttons you'll grow dependent nope. upon them
2: nope and and to me that's kind of a fundamental accessibility issue in my opinion with they don't give you an option.
1: There's really no reason that this game's controls couldn't be mapped to buttons. They make perfect sense, button base. They just didn't.
0: Because it's on the DS, so it has to be all touchscreen.
1: Someone got, right? someone saw an ad that said touching is good and was like, that's a design document there.
2: So, t- talking about the title screen real quick in that opening movie, my god, how inconsistent the art style in this game is.
1: It's, uh... It's not a cohesive experience, to put it kindly.
2: We're talking a completely different art style for the opening movie, and then another art style for the chapter title cards, and then another art style for the characters themselves.
1: You know, the kids—the kids are used to seeing many different interpretations of Sonic on the internet. We wanted to bring that experience to life.
2: <laughs> I, I know, and it's me nitpicking, but to me, when you're not consistent with your art style, that says a lot.
1: It uh, it doesn't it doesn't make it look. Uh well cared for i think the yeah I'm, I'm really loving looking at this opening because i'm pretty sure i'm looking at it again i'm pretty sure all of these like character shops in the uh in the intro are just stock art like of the era stock art of sonic characters they have these are not costume images in any fashion except for this well, we can one partly explain that by <laughs>
0: I I seriously doubt Bioware had many artists ready to contribute anything to this when it was already a side project for a small team. Yeah. But that there's no reason Sega couldn't have chipped in a little
2: something. Yeah, no Yet kidding. No. And at, at the same time, what, may, what really makes me sad is like you feel like they kind of wanted to do something more because when they're doing the cutscenes, they have them in kind of a comic booky style. Which using the two screens is actually really kind of interesting to see characters, you know, slide in and then have the, have a speech balloon and then kind of have the action look a bit like a motion comic. I think that stuff like that is cool in RPGs, and I love it when RPGs do that. It reminded me of Fantasy Star 4 a little bit.
1: <laughs> Don't make me think about Fantasy Star 4. I'll think of happier times. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, let, let, let's not do that, Kelly. Fantasy Star Four and Sonic Chronicles should not be brought up in sentences other than the one that we just did because we didn't plan it. Yeah, and,
2: <sighs> and it, it makes me sad complaining about it a little bit because you know I you know nobody goes out to make a bad game and their heart was in the right place but i think that ea acquisition for this game really screwed them over because once ea got a hold of them they pretty much rushed them through the development process cause
1: it, i mean uh, ea wasn't going to see much uh, see much profit off of this so and yeah. it was basically just a waste of money but the right. obligation of breaking the contract would be more expensive so yeah
2: like EA wanted them to make their gold mine at the time, which was Mass Effect and Dragon Age.
1: Uh, I think most of their fans probably wanted that as well, but that's still a bit tragic.
2: And what, what makes it worse is knowing that, you know, all, a lot of American Sonic fans, because most, that's the thing, is that Sonic is kind of larger in America than in Japan. So getting the pedigree of Sonic and Bioware at the time just seemed like a awesome prospect i mean i was and... really
1: excited at the idea of playing like a bioware style rpg on the ds there wasn't really anything like that on handhelds at the time it's still not common on handhelds
2: yeah yeah no I, that's I, your I
1: pre-order you. yeah i mean it's like oh i don't know about sonic but i like bioware i'll trust this i shouldn't have but i did <laughs>
0: <laughs> well having played a few bioware ones since then i can tell you that the interface does not easily condense into a handheld format
1: i mean the everything doesn't really yeah but yeah There's was it was one of those things that's like well they had at that time they had never made a game that disappointed me so like <laughs> why why stop
0: maybe uh, this was the sign of anthem to come
1: uh, poor poor anthem poor poor dev- developers on anthem really <laughs> yeah um but that's another look, discussion
0: <laughs> let's hope dragon age 4 turns out better than anthem <laughs>
1: By all, uh, by all uh, rumor, they apparently just cut the uh, demand from EA that they put in multiplayer elements. So maybe it's on the right track. But...
0: Thank you, EA, for shutting down studio after studio.
1: Oh, but okay. yeah, Sonic.
2: The company, <laughs> EA the company we love to hate. Um, and just going back on the just kind of the behind-the-scenes shit show <laughs> that was this game. Um, the The show kind of continued even after the game was released because now we're getting into why we'll never ever see a sequel.
1: I mean it was already a sales disappointment which was not going well, to well
0: uh, wait wait Kelly we, we haven't talked about the the fascinating musical and sound effect displays of this game yet have we?
1: Everything in this oh, game right. sounds like a placeholder yeah, every single thing. So... Bum, bum, bum.
2: From what my research gathered is that supposedly they were going to remix a bunch of classic Sonic tunes and then learned that later Sega doesn't have the rights to a lot of tunes, um, a lot of songs from Sonic 1 and 2 that was from the... Japanese band Dreams come true which is why which is why you hear most of the remixes that are officially from Sega from Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles and even then there's some uh, copyright issues in some of those songs but they uh, yeah they, they found this out at the last minute like right as the cartridge is about to go so they just found a whole bunch of minis on the internet and remixed them slightly and then called it good <sighs>
1: It's uh, it sounds exactly like that, like what happens when you do that. Yeah.
2: Um. At the time, I didn't notice this because I played my with my DS turned down a lot because I'm playing it while my husband's watching TV or in bed at night or what have you. So the ideal I I Sonic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was the scared. silent one. And then later, I I see the comparisons, particularly that first town music that 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 and it's like. <laughs> Oh my God! How did this get get out the door like this?
1: It it is incredible to hear music this bad in a shipped game, let alone a ship Sonic game, where usually even the bad ones have good music.
2: And combine that, if you will, with the kind of DS sound card, which already doesn't sound all that great.
1: Yeah, they're they're real tinny. They're bad midis to begin with, and ah, oh, they they sort of sound like they're like from an old like the the sound quality is something i would compare to like an old british computer
2: oh god even old british computers can put out some decent sound when people try
1: yeah yeah i'm just saying like in terms of like that that's where you have to go to hear songs that sound roughly comparable like when you find like a bad game for an old british computer you get something like that
2: To me, this sounded like the demo mode of a, of a kid's keyboard.
1: Yeah, yeah, sort of like, like oh man, this toy keyboard for $30, entirely monophonic. <laughs> and
2: then what makes it even worse to me is that not only is the music bad, but the sound design overall is just god-awful.
1: It's a really um, barren-sounding game.
2: <laughs> um, they just did stock sound effects for a lot of the battle sounds. So, you know, when Sonic is smacking things, you hear... Boing and rah, 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 rah. and you know it, it sounds like somebody just bought a stock stock pack of cartoon sound effects, and for some reason all of the robots belch when you hit them.
1: <laughs> I like, maintain. Yeah. I maintain the statement I made when we start started this audio discussion. Everything in this game soundtrack sounds like a placeholder. Like er, I, I would, I would 100% believe it if like. Wait, wait. Every wait,
0: wait. I, I seem to remember them using the authentic ring collecting sound that I've been hearing in Sonic games since the beginning.
1: Oh yeah, man.
2: That and the jumping sound feel like the only authentic sounds from the entire game. The, the only
1: it. things that sound like they might have come out of a real video game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> The rest of it, you know, k- k- or monsters on the screen see you, and they go, yay! Regardless Wait, you're a robot. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not they're, like, organic or stuff. Or, like, the armadillos in the opening area sound like that. I don't recall armadillos sounding like that, but maybe alien it's armadillos? Been long,
1: it's been a long time since Mighty, Mighty got to show up. He's never had a voice. Maybe that's what he sounds like.
2: Which then gets me into the whole go- goofy Pluto situation with having armadillos in sonic's world knowing yeah mighty is an not the sorry. mighty got I, I banished don't... to the phantom zone <laughs> i i think about it too hard like will they divergent species and then i start thinking about you know whether or not armadillos evolved and then my my head starts smelling like copper but regardless i once again i i don't want to i how do I want to put this? I know that they were hamstrung by their limitations with Sega, and I know that they didn't set out to make a bad soundtrack, but this just feels like they could have done way better, or that they should have found out this information.
0: So- I also seem to remember hearing that Bioware was trying to compose its own original sound, too, and that got caught up in the whole shuffle of, oh, you don't know the rights to this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I the- believe it. Like. It's one of those situations where, like, there's no one to easily assign blame to because, I mean, like, it's a bad situation that was handled that was mishandled from kind of hell to breakfast. But at the same time, the resultant product is still miserable to actually interact with. And
2: the music was composed by Richard Jocks, who
1: oh wow, who did the
0: score? He did the score for Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn, which has some yep. great music.
1: Yeah, no, that's a very good atmospheric sort of soundtrack, very different from the Genesis one, but.
2: Oh, it's it's beautiful. It was one of my favorite things about that game growing up.
1: Both both versions of 3D Blast have bafflingly good music. Yeah, it's
0: true. Uh, hell, I played the one on the Saturn first. Don't even remember how that came about. But oh, I, of I, course, because the the load times on the Saturn are just atrocious. Yeah,
2: I, I, I've played both of them. I sort of like the Genesis one better, just because the special stages are so much easier in that one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those are some of the easiest special stages Sonic ever had. Uh,
2: Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn was also my consolation prize for not releasing Extreme. Uh, as a as a Sega and as a Sonic fan, I think I've been burned quite a lot in my lifetime.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. you have. That's, that is a, that is essentially uh, an unending string of betrayals. Um, hey,
2: at least
1: we could
0: yeah. we could sustain several episodes just based on Sega's travails with the Saturn. <laughs> Oh God,
2: that that hurts me so bad.
1: But hey, the RPGs they actually released on Saturn are all kind of bangers. So that's that's something.
0: Oh, that is that is absolutely true. That that unfortunately does not excuse Sega from having been complete utter morons about handling the
1: system. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's just one of those things. It's like it, with the Saturn, you were dealing with a Sega where at least when they deigned to release something, it was really cool, or Three Dirty Dwarves for some reason, but. Uh, Like, with this, this was the period where, like, Sega would release something and you'd be like, uh, this is playing Russian roulette with putting my money on it.
0: Yeah. And it hasn't really gotten any better lately.
1: Uh, It kind of has, just because they release a lot less games now. Like, when I buy a Sega game, it's usually going to be either an Atlas game, uh, Yakuza game, or, like... One of the one in, like, 5,000 times that they decide to release, really, like, one of the blue moons where they decide to release a new Valkyria Chronicles, like, 4 was pretty cool. That was nice. That's probably never happening again, but...
0: We got that after Valkyria Revolutions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I memory-hold that entirely. I wasn't going to touch something with that name and <laughs> that looked like that.
0: <laughs> that was the one Mac gave me to review.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, yeah, Sonic, Yakuza, compilations of older games That's kind of with the Sega portfolio at this stage
2: Supposedly it's... we're getting something new with Sonic this year We're getting an announcement of something new with Sonic this year We were
1: probably supposed I... to get the announcement last year But then COVID happened
2: yeah, I, I'm not going to hold my breath, and I'm certainly not going to expect anything I want. Like, I don't know, Ma- Mania 2, because they've said that that's not happening. The,
1: the team behind Mania has fully left and gone on to other things. Good things, but other things.
2: If you ask me, is kind of stupid. They should really bank on Mania, since that's the best thing they've put out in 20 years, Sonic-related. But anyway. Uh,
1: At least they're is- taking their time this time. They used to release, like, three Sonic games a year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But uh, speaking of Sonic sequels and disappointment, do um, you want to talk into why we'll never get a sequel for this?
1: I, I would say it would be more disappointing if we were getting a sequel to it, but yeah, um, aside from the fact that it's a sales disappointment, there's uh, issues around this game. Many yeah, of uh, them.
2: Um, here, I'll, I'll go into it, since I, I was an avid reader of the comic, so... Any songs? I read them,
0: I can't remember when I stopped, but it was somewhere in the mid 2000s. And yeah, they they were some pretty good comics. All I associated Archie with at the time, aside from the Ninja Turtle comic, was, um, well,
1: Archie.
2: Yeah. So just a bit of a background for people that don't know longest running video game related comic of all time. Um,
1: Probably gonna keep that title forever. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, it, it jumped publishers, but I'm—I don't even have the. Yeah, I'm
1: not even—even even if you didn't count, even if you decided that that meant that it was a new one, I still don't think anything will ever surpass it. Yeah,
0: I'm having. The- Especially not in the current climate. There aren't many physical comics released at all anymore. No
2: not so uh yeah the, the original sonic comic ended in 2016 and, yeah, and regarded, but it, it ran for quite some time I yeah guess.
1: like I, nearly I, 25 years
0: i think it's I uh, yeah either 91 point. or 92 yeah i remember uh, I was, finding it at uh, the the corner not drugstore the the corner shop or then they actually had a comic rack at the comic sh- at the corner shop Nobody I mean, that we had actually
1: always distributed their stuff in actual stores unlike uh, marvel or dc so it would probably have been at the corner store anyway
2: yeah because <laughs> i found my first issue at a walmart of all places I mean,
1: okay what i'm and- finding is that it started in 1992 so yeah 24 years yeah is oh, like a hell of a run.
2: Yeah, one hell of a run. But we're we're bringing this up
0: because and, the- and it had the spinoff of Knuckles, which had, who had his own series
1: that went <laughs> currently for years.
2: Oh, oh, oh we're getting into that. Speaking of
1: transitions,
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, um, yep. So you know, this comic was intensely popular. The BioWare people that worked on this game were fans of it, and they were clearly fans of it because the echidnas in this game kind of reminded a lot of people of the Echidnas in the Sonic comic. Uh, they had a Dark Legion. In the comics, it was called the Dark Legion. In this game, it was called the Nocturnus Clan. Both Echidna Clans were banished to a dimension. Both Echidna Clans uh, had a pink uh echidna protagonist that defected and i mean yeah it, it's very similar but by work kind of i think BioWare kind of put their own twist on it well and
1: also uh just just as like a at the, at the time it would likely have been reasonably assumed that anything in the comics was technically sega's because it was likely for assumed to have been produced as work for hire that would go to the original rights holder as their ip yeah
0: and the comics managed to throw in every character from the Sonic games. Even, oh my goodness, we've got Knuckles' chaotics, which barely anyone has it still ever played. But we've got to include all of, the, all of those new characters, too.
2: Well, the, the, the thing about the Knuckles side of the comics is that while Sega had a pretty ironclad backstory for Sonic, they hadn't really fleshed out Knuckles So when they did the the Knuckles miniseries and then spun him off into his own series, they got a writer named Ken Penders, who pretty much turned the whole Knuckles side of the story into his own personal fan fiction. And people loved it and ate it up. Well, Ken Penders wrote a lot of stuff for the Sonic comics up until... The, the mid-2000s, I want to say. I don't have the exact years yeah. on me, but it, it was a long time. And Not yeah,
0: long before this game came out, in fact.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, there was a lot of continuity there, and Archie... The okay. Oh, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, the thing that's kind of wild when you look at like the publication history of that Archie Sonic the Hedgehog is that it, it kind of only ever has, like, three writers over a 24-year period, which is insane.
2: Yeah, because you've got the early writers that were kind of the comedy, comedy series, and then Ken Penders, which kind of fleshed out a lot of this lore and then ian flynn who was a fan who submitted fan stories at like 17 Mm -hmm. and then finally got hired and went on to do the idw comic and i can't remember if he moved on he's moved on from that or not but
1: it was one of those situations where like if you were going to pull anything from the comics you were likely to ram headlong into what something that Ken Penders had made
2: yeah but um So Ken Penders is like one of those old school comic writers that is obsessed with Jack Kirby and thinks that comic writers should own their own creations, even if you're creating something for an IP. So at one point, Sega lost his work, or not, not Sega. I'm sorry, Archie lost his work for hire contract in a fire. And Penders used the opportunity to sue Archie to get all of his characters back under his own intellectual property. And this whole thing is a shit show. It, it could be an episode on its own. Uh, but but the, how it relates to this is that he basically sued EA and, I want to say, Sega?
1: Yeah, and so EA, because, like, they would both have been considered party to this, like, copyright infringement. Yeah. And, like, I I will, like, put in the sidebar, I, normally I'm all about, like, creators should have more rights under these arrangements but almost every character ken Bender's ever made was knuckles wearing a hat
2: yeah yeah and it's one of those things to where you know when you you are working for an existing ip pretty much any character you create under that ip becomes part of that ip that's just how comics go that's how a lot of things go um it's why rareware i'm, I'm quoting the matt McMuscles. Uh, video here but it's why rareware couldn't just pick up and take lanky kong or whoever they created under donkey kong country but yet they could they still technically own like banjo tui and um, conquer because those weren't part of nintendo's ip
1: i think the only game i've ever heard of where this was not the case was the street fighter ex character (laughs)
0: um not surprising, considering Capcom can be pretty litigious.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, they apparently like the they. In that case, they apparently just told uh, Arika to just disentangle their backstories uh, as of Street Fighter EX two, and Arika was just allowed to keep them.
2: But, but regardless, um, I think the end of the lawsuit had had to do with the lawsuit getting thrown out, but then could be revisited if they ever use those characters again. Which is why we're never going to see a sequel to this game, because then Ken has a right to sue EA and Bioware and all of them, and it just goes full circle. Uh, That's the gist of it. I'm I'm not a legal expert. You can go through pages and pages of this crap, but basically that's why we're not getting a sequel to this, and why... S- or Archie eventually rebooted the entire comic um ironically enough in a Mega Man and Sonic crossover using that as an excuse to do the reboot but they they had killed off all of Ken's ca- characters and d- did some pretty mean things to them while they were still around I-, I thought was kind of funny though a little bit childish
1: it's a little petty but I can also kind of understand what they did it
2: yeah and i mean don't get me wrong i think our our writers and stuff should have more rights too but i also think that's why you sort of don't hinge your entire career off of the work your ip work either because ken has been trying to get this whole
1: listen laura sue chronicles is coming out any decade now
2: um sure i'll i'll buy that um (laughs) Day one, right? You know, I'll buy that when he finally says that he he has translated it into Klingon, because then at that point he'll be out of languages to translate that stupid thing too.
1: I'll construct new languages just for him to have to decode and translate it into. Oh
0: no! Is it in Esperanto yet?
1: Oh man!
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Put not one of joke, those, like, oh, go ahead. Uh, the joke being that Ken seems to be, you know, doing kinds all kinds of stupid stuff like making an app and translating this <laughs> magnum opus of his into several different languages instead of just getting off his ass and writing the damn comic in English first
1: yeah i i i I can't imagine what it's like to like i feel like at some point your brain snaps and you're like i've put so much time into this it has to be my life's work now Yeah, because i don't have time to have a different life's work anymore
2: and and i I mean i'm sorry to say but well not really that sorry to say i think suing sega and bioware over that just feels petty to me
1: yeah it's it's one of those things it's like this idea that you had was uh Kind of a knockoff of a lot of other comics to begin with, so oh, yeah, I don't really feel like you had a lot of standing to be like, I can't believe they stole my stuff. It's like, you know, I, this was a generic idea to begin with.
2: The, the epitome of my OC don't steal,
1: uh, Pender's the Hedgehog. Um,
2: oh, no, his, uh, excuse
1: me, Pender's in, the Echidna.
2: I, I feel like his stand in was the skunk
1: character, ah, oh, um, yeah,
2: because so, but he point to say that that uh, skunk character screwed the princess of the story
1: yeah no that was that's what he does now apparently is just sort of like make arbitrary uh claims on twitter about what he considered to be canon and a lot of that ends up being about sex for some reason don't want to think about it really
2: um uh, are you saying i have nothing to say i <laughs> to say you mean to tell me that this, this dude who's spent his whole life on Sonic comics is kind of a creepy fellow?
1: Listen, I've I've known plenty of people who have grown up to be perfectly well, not perfectly well-adjusted, but perfectly fine people who like had like a lot of love for Sonic. The Fender does not get to just coast by on oh he's uh, Sonic obsessive. That explains it. No, he's got some other damage that we don't understand. <laughs> science is not yet unlocked
2: um that being said i'm sure he. i'm sure penders if you're listening to this you're a very nice person i just wish that you would write something else and the opinions of our, of rpg backtrack do not reflect the opinions of RP gamer nor their site owners
1: oh no the awful things i'm saying are like hopefully not actionable but they're also entirely my responsibility <laughs> <sighs>
2: But yeah, that's uh, that whole lawsuit in a nutshell.
0: Uh, well, we're not trying to make pro- to make a profit out of anything that could be linked to his purported intellectual property, so I think we're okay.
2: And, uh, and most of what we're saying is true, so it's not slander.
1: Yeah, public record, public figure, a lot of stuff. Uh, theoretically, legally, in our court, we'll figure it out. Hopefully it never comes to that.
2: But, but regardless, that is the whole Sonic Chronicles saga Chronicles. in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, game can be found for around 20 bucks on eBay. Uh, if It's about really 45 s- too much. If you really, really want to spend the money, I found the version that had the pre-order styluses.
1: Oh yeah, those are terrible. Those are bad styluses. <laughs> just to so, complete the experience.
2: So even in my, I have to have everything that has Sonic with its experience, I shouldn't even get these? No,
1: no, they're not. They're, they're just very cheap feeling and sort of feel like they'd break if you used them for too m- long.
2: Okay, good to know. I have my fair share of styluses, that's for sure. Um, I find them, <laughs> I find them everywhere because the cats steal them and bat them around my house.
1: Yeah, no, but yeah, it's 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 a tragic game. I understand sort of what Bioware wanted out of this, and it's a shame they couldn't achieve it. This the is there a way to make a good Sonic RPG? Has been like a perennial Q and A quest question that we give a slightly different answer to every time. And uh, and so
0: far, we only have this as an example of how it can be done, and this is an example of how it should not be done.
1: Yeah, every time that I get the question, I end up saying they should probably try to make it play like East so that it plays really fast.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Bump combat. Yeah,
1: give, give Sonic bump combat. You can even bring in the party system if you really want to, but like, I don't oh, know. Like...
2: So, there are fans of this game because, well... Oh, I've hoping... seen them. While looking at stuff for this game, I did find that people were trying to remaster it.
1: I can't even imagine what that looked like. But then again, going to put it out there, Sonic fans will also uh are, are the kind of the the sonic fandom is the kind of group that will i will remaster something ironically because there are also people trying to port sonic 06 to the pc
2: i mean the re the remaster that i saw looked somewhat legit and i mean if they can i mean that sonic, o- sonic
1: 06 pc port is legit too it's just also they're they're kind of doing it ironically <laughs>
2: i mean if they could get it in a playable state and make it you know be decent i would be all i I would certainly (laughs) give it a try
1: yeah no i I respect the work that's being put in there it's just one of those things like i'm not sure how much people actually love it so much as like well this sounds like an interesting project There's a lot of turd polishing going on out there. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, do we want to take a break and then come back with our unfortunate memories of this game? Because <laughs> I, I unlocked one today <laughs>
0: I didn't think I had. Oh, Go boy. Go for it. I'm starting to think that Mr. Wheels is not going to join us tonight. He went He went too fast.
1: He left us behind.
2: I, I think. I think he might have gotten off the hook. I I don't feel bad that he's not going to be able to join.
1: It's just suffering in here.
2: Yeah, it's it's all will and suffering. Luckily, we have a good game coming up two weeks from
1: now. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: (sighs) We're back.
2: wrap up this kind of downer show some downer memories about Sonic Chronicles at least mine's kind of a downer Uh, yeah I mean I wanted to like this game back in the day and I remember liking it a little bit but get into why I thought I liked it uh, it's just not a very good game unfortunately we want to get into our bad or good memories
3: well I remember turning the game off after about 20 or 30 minutes that that made me (laughs) smile
2: I certainly remember you saying what touch controls. Like, yes,
3: yeah, I, I. Yep, I, I remember messaging you that and like what? What the heck? Like I, I said, I'd try this, but no, no, I'm backing away. <laughs> I lied. I take that back. I, I did press oh, a lot of buttons say, and was very confused for quite a while.
2: Well, Matt, Matt I, I will give you this. Um, I'm happy that you didn't waste 20 hours of your life like this. Because <laughs> that's 20 hours. You're never getting
1: back. No. Nope. Oh, there's the I- silver lining. It's half the length of a normal Bioware game.
3: yeah it could have been worse the way i play i'm more like a third oh boy yeah
1: like even if you tried to make me a lot of this there's just not that there's not a ton of content here so
0: it's over (laughs) quick i played a lot of kotor but that's because i was really into kotor
1: played through kotor like three times i had a great time with that i was absolutely ready for this to be the good sonic game for that year and like nope nope no
3: <laughs> so yeah we'll start start with me that was my recollection I turned it on I realized it was touch controls oh dear god I panicked I tried it I gave in waved that red white flag red I was seeing red while waving the white flag pretty quickly way back in the year 2021
1: uh, I can oh, barely remember it what know, even happened in July of that year uh, it
3: hasn't happened I don't know way to do spoilers yeah. I,
0: I predict hey, hey. that Japan will have to decide whether it's doing the olympics by then i
3: i, I really enjoyed monster hunter stories too tell you that uh,
1: who'd have thought that monster hunter stories 2 would bring about the end of mankind
2: <laughs> I mean, probably we to be fair i do love the crap out of uh, monster hunter
1: stories one so. so there you go july
3: 2021 it was a great month
1: i'll, pro- I'll probably give that one a shot this is the year i'm going to try to actually get into monster hunter
3: i'm sorry too. to hear that
1: <laughs> wow that's normally my joke at Wheels <laughs> as a <command.
2: laughs> So, uh, Mike, you had kind of played the, the next amount of it. Do you have any memories good, bad, or otherwise?
0: Well, in a memory that's not specific to this game, but is indicative of the time when I played it, I got it at GameStop. Yeah, remember when you would buy most of your games at a physical store? That's, yeah. That seems so long ago
1: now. What a lot of time.
0: And yes, I got it fall of 2008. I remember, let's see, it's been for Thanksgiving, I believe, where I was trying to make progress with it and getting frustrated and bored simultaneously at the asinine use of the touchscreen and all of its QTEs. And eventually, i just set it aside because i was so turned off that i could not make myself play any longer which if you look at the stuff that i was submitting to the site around then is i suppose kind of surprising i objectively it's not as bad as something like Oh deep labyrinth but Then again, it just hit exactly the right notes in my brain to make me say, this is not worth my time anymore.
1: Not a single person went up a Deep Labyrinth with expectations, but people went to (laughs) Sonic Chronicles with some sort of expectation, and it dashed them all.
0: That is true. Or or forgotten DS titles from that year. Away, Shuffle Dungeon.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. What a time. Teo's Adventure talking about needless uh, touch controls. (sighs) Nobody remembers Teo's Adventure. I, I do. Remember
0: the name. I don't think I ever played
1: it.
2: Tao's Adventure was a spiritual
1: sequel to Azure Dreams. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Tao's Adventure. It's, it's, there's some, it's some Azure Dreams in there. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, it was developed by the same company. It was both. They're both Konami games. So it was
0: back when exactly Konami made though. games.
1: Uh, right around the it's... time you probably wish they'd stop. <laughs> The sad thing about
2: that game is that it could have been good if they just would have not been beholden to the touch control thing because there was no reason why that game had needed touch controls to the point where it had like a virtual D-pad that you had to use the control to control care-
1: the character. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, That's...
0: Cell phone gaming before cell phones could handle it. Yes.
1: Indeed. But long after Japan became obsessed with flip phone cell phone gaming. So I'll play Dirge of Cerberus Lost Episode.
0: Uh, is that
1: an RPG? No, it's a shooter. Okay. It is an attempt to shrink down the shooter gameplay of Dirge of Cerberus onto a flip phone. Good, good.
0: Um, David, did you
3: have any
1: memories? Uh, I remember picking it up. Uh, I remember playing eh, probably about three quarters of the actual game, getting fed up with it, throwing, like, not playing it anymore. And then every few years, it was sort of like a bear trap in my game collection that, like, I would forget was there. And I'd, like, pick it up occasionally and be like, maybe this wasn't, maybe I should finish this. Maybe this wasn't as bad as I remember. Play it for an hour and, like, oh, this sucks is just like every time i would grow more antipathy for it until i became the husk of a man that i am today so that's uh that's kind of the the memories there was you, this horrible guest all the suffering
3: so basically you, this game made you the man you are today
1: yeah do you think it is
3: primarily responsible or were there other contributing factors
1: <laughs> uh it's 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 a rich tapestry
3: <laughs> okay pull a little well, too hard though this one might have a. Might you will, really see, you will
1: see the note that it pay, played in this mixed metaphor symphony. <laughs>
2: well, get, getting into my memories, the last being the saddest. So uh, my mother-in-law got me this game for Christmas. And I, I was excited to get this game because at the time it was one of the worst Christmases of my life. Because my parents kind of forgot about me. Uh, this was before, this is like the first or... No, i take it back it was 2008 so i'd been dating my husband for about two and i was getting ready to move out and yeah i just my mom or my mom and dad just completely forgot about me that year and i was very upset by it my mother-in-law gets me that that game and i was like oh my god at least she actually thought about me a little did i know that she- My husband would just say, here, here's the things that she likes. That's how my pick presents for me, but regardless, I tried to play this game, and I told myself for the longest time that I liked it, because at the time, it brought me joy, and a a joyless time. And it was very much gaming Stockholm syndrome because that game isn't very joyful. But I told myself it was because, damn it, I was going to enjoy something that Christmas, and it was going to be that goddamn game.
1: This is the triumph of the human spirit over the forces of evil that is this yeah. video game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because you know what we <laughs> were saying about not about not blaming the developers for seeking to make something oh, I said.
1: Listen, I said that the game was the Forces of Evil. I didn't say that they intended to make the Forces of Evil. It just <laughs> happened. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I remember nearly being in tears that day at Christmas or afterwards because, you know, I'm trying to beat the first boss and I can't beat the first boss because Tails can't heal because apparently I never played Leap Beat Agents. And then, look, like, get on GameFAQs and they're like, yeah, just re- re-roll the game or, you know, save Scum the chows until you get one that skips the PAL skills and then did that. I was like, okay, I'm good to go for the rest of the game.
1: And just, did you play Elite yeah. Beat Agents?
2: No, I had oh, no idea. Oh man, that game owns. I haven't now, and I've played a little bit of it, but at the time,
1: mm. uh, mainly because I didn't know what it was. Uh, I love that game. Sorry, distraction. Yeah, but, Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah, I tried to enjoy
2: the game. I couldn't believe how slow it was. Uh, I want to say that where my save file was at. Uh, the last save file date was 5 one so it had been a hot minute.
0: <laughs> <And>,
2: yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll always remember it as my lone decent Christmas present the worst Christmases of my life <laughs> and one of the worst times of my life because you know I was getting along with my family like oil and water and I ended up moving out to, like two months later uh, it was just kind of a shitty situation all around but hey at least the game brought me joy that's
1: something at least <laughs> yeah as a symbol it, it exists as a symbol let us not examine its life
2: that, that's why i can't you know despite all of its flaws i can't bring myself to
1: i really can't like it, it's one of those things like I, I i've certainly uh taken to the uh well of hyperbole during this like I- in reality i would describe it as most like its greatest crime is that it's just really boring <laughs> like yeah. i don't even spare enough emotion to hate it it's just like this is just a really boring game
2: <laughs> no i i agree it it does suffer from being very, and I also think that it suffers from trying to do a lot of things that it, did. and I unfortunately just think that they ran over their head and tried to make something for a system that just couldn't hack it, and then EA buying them didn't help. EA rushing them to get it out the door did I think if they could have given it the old Bioware polish, then they probably could have make it made it amazing, you know, squash the bugs. But then I think about that with making the gameplay good still excuse the kind of boring art and god awful controls. One of
1: those things like I feel like the this game would need to be essentially like a good half of it scrapped and completely rescoped to get something salvageable out of it.
0: Yeah. And EA will never allow that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm not even convinced Sega would have allowed that. Like, I, I don't think that there was enough time left in either contract to make that work.
2: Oh, I, I, I will be curious to see what fans do with Dexter. I'll
1: say that. There's uh, nowhere to go but up.
2: Yeah.
0: Assuming Sega can ever be bothered to greenlight like another idea like this.
2: And hey, unlike our Friends at Nintendo Sega doesn't do
1: CDs. Uh well they don't do them for Sonic. Other franchises, uh you're uh you might be out of luck. Sonic, you're safe. If anything, they encourage fan games. I'm still keening over the death of Streets of Rage remake. And that That one time was so
0: bizarre.
1: And that one time they uh DMCA'd literally every video of Shining Force on YouTube to try to brute force. Search oh, engine I optimization. That. that was incredible.
2: That was messed up.
1: How do we do SEO? Well, we could eliminate everything.
2: Can't have competition if
1: there's nothing on the site. But yeah. Sonic Sonic fans are generally in the clear. There's some sort of uh special uh handling for them. So those those fan remakes will probably get to continue happening and i mean it's not like there's there is no value in protecting this particular game for anyone involved so i think that anyone who wants to try to remake this and try to fix it uh, you're probably fine (laughs)
0: the the evidence of how little sega cares now is the fact that it hasn't been poured to any cell phones when it has an interface that would be ideal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's straight up like they would have to negotiate with Ken Penders, and I don't think they'd want to do that as a matter of pride. Right. I mean, I would negotiate with
0: him, and I don't even know. <laughs> but you know of him, and that's enough.
2: Oh, I am told by a friend of mine that she gave him some fan art at a convention, and he just kind of shrugged at it, so... Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's... I, I have it on good authority that he's not very... Maybe he was having a bad Day, who knows? But anyway, I, I think I'm getting so I, I want to talk about a game next
0: time. So we're not going to be talking about uh, the Iden Chronicles. Or a Legend of Dragoon. I've heard you know, since I never played it. the damn thing, I can't I can't speak to that.
3: It does have some fans, apparently. Yeah, on the docket next,
2: barring any disaster, is going to be bravely second. Sounds good. I'm going to have fun trying to sum that one's plot up in a reasonable time.
3: Oh, bless you for trying to do so. A lot of fun with that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, my, my memory is going to be really funny for that one. Let's just say that uh, he- heavy drugs were involved, but not illegal.
3: <laughs> So we'll just leave
2: it at that we'll t- we'll, i'll let that be the tease for next week's episode how i finished that game but in a uh, drug in a
0: drug-ridden stupor so, something like that those will make for very interesting but probably not very easily detailed memories
2: yeah. well trust me it's, it's, <laughs> it's a funny story well funny to me at least i don't know how funny you guys will find it too. Uh, that being said thank you to david and my uh, um wheels for at least trying i guess <laughs> uh, I think
3: we'll- thanks for yeah. signing up yeah
0: Uh, and of course we'll we'll never officially know if he perhaps could have worked a little late another day in the week but just chose to do it this night
2: you know
3: we'll never hear all of his love for sonic i mean i thought he was coming on here to defend this episode up and down for this game
2: You know what? You guys are recording QA quest later. He'll he'll have his <laughs> rebuttal there. But I appreciate oh, well. you guys coming on. We'll have a we'll have a less dire show next week because I know Kat Cassandra' is going to be very excited to talk about Bravely Second. And the hardest thing will be trying to not say Bravely Default Two. No, Bravely Second because there is Bravely
3: Default Two. What? And oh, let me turn my Bravely Default Two off and set it aside here for the end of this episode. Now, sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're boy, supposed to be try- thinking of Bravely Second, not bravely default 2. get it together sir sorry sorry i just beat the pictomancer it was a tough battle Uh, that's gonna
2: be fun trying to find information about bravely second was fun because everybody called it bravely default 2, and now Mm -hmm. that exists so (laughs) square i love you guys but you need to work on your seo a little bit (laughs) you should have called it bravely default the new generation or ds9 or something
3: deep space nine what bravely default ds9 sure yes. that, that'll get you some seo can, can we have a wormhole here where's the profits <laughs> it, when you need them
2: i mean it's it's certainly a better name than bravely default 2 when you already have a sequel to bravely default
3: i cannot wait for bravely second or bravely second 2 we're gonna have a bravely second 2
2: he's <laughs> called it the, the third
3: oh boy
2: that'd be really confusing but at um... some
3: point they're just trolling fans
2: I think they are. I think they truly are. Yeah, it's I mean, the first time it's
3: clear. No, I mean, yeah, there was no reason to name it this.
2: I mean, we were already like burning by, desire. We were already confused by like Final Fantasy ten 2 <laughs> We were already <laughs>
3: confused by Final Fantasy th- two and three back in the day. What's <laughs> it two and well, yeah two three four six? Seven, what are you talking seven, about?
2: Seven comes. I was like, wait, where's four five and six? oh no they were you mean that we had they were four and six you already
3: had them (laughs) they were there all along
2: at least dragon quest never put us through that they just didn't release stuff anyway they were
3: just like guess what you missed out too bad (laughs) here's seven enjoy
2: you missed up but at least you're not confused
3: we're gonna gonna give you this game a year after your console's done (laughs) ps2 you don't need that go back to your ps1 and enjoy enjoy a few hours of adventuring before you battle a slime
2: a year after your console's out and it still looks like a subpar super nintendo
3: game oh yeah oh yeah How did
0: we
2: get
3: on Dragon Quest Seven? Oh, the, there was That's a Brave... You. Well, there's me. There's that. But we wound our way through the Squeenix uh, list of titles from uh, Bravely Default, our next one. Well, to, remember, uh,
0: can, remember, Matt, it was originally Dragon Warrior Seven because the Dragon, the Dungeons yes. & Dragons trademark can not run out. But it's Dragon Quest Seven on the 3DS, thankfully. That yes. erased all the confusion.
2: <laughs> I, I think what we were getting at is that Squeenix has always been
3: using the names... Oh, mm-hmm. nice. We could not handle the truth. No. So, legally. what series
0: is the third birthday a part of? Uh, Parasite <laughs> Eve. How would you know that if you weren't already a fan?
2: I don't know. I know that that's because they had already lost their, uh, license to that, because apparently it was of something. And then, that was the
0: last sign of Parasite Eve we've seen.
2: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> was it Sam backtrack? You, like, really didn't like that game. Yes, it was, Sam. Okay. And then I, I, I think I bought it that evening just because I saw it at a GameStop on sale. And it was, or, no, at Best Buy, what well, was on sale, and it was like, oh, Sam was right. This is kind of scuzzy. I should have listened to her. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, Mike, do you want to put this to bed for us? I think we're getting delirious.
0: We're, we're slapping happy from the knuckles okay (laughs) well i wanted to throw out a a vision an alternate past if you were where other series that have never transitioned into rpgs were also given one shot at what would a shinobi rpg have been like or a donkey kong rpg or a rayman or, or a spyro RPG or a gex RPG, or crash bandicoot i'm not even going into some of the older sega series that have been abandoned for decades now no these are these are big series that have never been turned into rpgs and maybe just maybe. Someone will hear this think, you know, I've heard worse ideas, and it'll turn out to be slightly more interesting than Sonic Chronicles. That could happen.